I want to pray with you today that God will give you a financial miracle this coming week. I really have faith for this. For you. This is going to be a very, very amazing week for all of us. And I'm believing God with you. And I will be praying with you today that in the next few days you will see things change for the better. That your finances will begin to change and increase for the better. Now, I'm going to give you the word of God first. Lift your faith. And then we're going to pray. Now, Lord, I thank you for your word today. I bless your holy name for your promises. I give you the praise. And God's people said, Amen and Amen. I want you to raise your faith and believe right now. That God Almighty will give you a supernatural financial miracle in the next few days. That it will happen and happen right on time. It's happened with me and I'm believing it's going to happen with you. It's happened with me many times when I needed an answer from the Lord and he always came through for me. And I believe he'll do the same for you today. But first... What does the Bible say? Because we have to place our trust in the word of the Lord. What did he promise us? Well, in Psalm 37, verse 18, the Lord says, The Lord knoweth the days of the upright. So he knows everything happening in your life. And that inheritance shall be forever. So God has promised you an inheritance And then it says in verse 23, The steps of a good man, this is Psalm 37, 23, The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. So everything in your life is completely under the control of the Holy Spirit. And we have to allow him now, we have to allow him to do his work. And it says in verse 25 of that same chapter, Psalm 37, 25, I have been young and now I'm old, yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging for bread. So God promises, first of all, that you have an an inheritance right there in verse 18 of Psalm 37. Then he promises that he will order your steps. He will take care and be in charge of everything in your life. And then he says that even your children will be blessed with abundance. Not only you, but your children. The Bible declares something very beautiful and powerful in the book of Job chapter 5. Now make sure to share this with your friends. Let them know that I'll be praying at the end when I'm done ministering the word, just in a few minutes, that God will give you in the next few days a breakthrough. I really believe that. I have no doubt whatsoever it's going to happen. Now, Job 5 verse 20. In famine, he shall redeem thee from death. In war from the power of the sword, thou shalt be hid from the scourge of the tongue. 
neither shall thou be afraid of destruction when it cometh. God will absolutely protect you. He promised to protect you, not only from famine, but also from lack and destruction and poverty. Because poverty is destruction. So, God's word is very clear. That as a righteous person, you are blessed with prosperity. Now, there's a few things that you and I need to do to see that prosperity come our way. So, we're, we're already blessed with it in that God already has promised it to us. In Proverbs 14, for example, and verse 11. So, we have the promise. We have the promise. Now, we need to do a few things. First of all, that our faith will will grow. Our faith will be strong in what God has promised us. That's number one. We have to believe that God has promised us prosperity. That prosperity doesn't just belong to some people. It belongs to all of God's people. In Proverbs 14, verse 11 says, The house of the wicked shall be overthrown, but the tabernacle of the upright shall flourish. Now that's his promise. That's his word. That your home will flourish. Or like Proverbs 15 and verse 6. In the house of the righteous is much treasure. But the revenues of the wicked, there's trouble in them. So the wicked can make money, but they'll always have trouble and could lose it like that. But those who love the Lord, those who are righteous, are promised much treasure. Not just a little bit, but God has promised abundance. Everywhere you look, God always gives abundantly. So prosperity is not some accident that happens with some people. Prosperity comes as we apply God's laws, as we believe God's word for abundance. So it's not about luck, it's about obedience. And the Bible makes it very clear that obedience begins, it begins when, number one, we believe his word, and number two, act upon his word. We have to act upon this word. So, the key here is the word of God, and the key of receiving. What is that key that I need to use to see the harvest come? The Bible tells us in Proverbs 11, beginning at verse 24, There is that scatters, there is that scattereth, and yet increaseth. And there is that withholds more than is meat, but it tends to poverty. More than is right, is what the Hebrew says. But it leads to poverty. So, what we see here is release is the key to increase. Giving, that's right, Chad, like that. Giving is the key to increase. When I release it out of my hand, so I see the promises, I believe the promises, now I have to do something. I have to activate the laws. And I activate the laws of receiving by releasing. Every time I release my seed out of my hand, or whether if I release my love for the Lord, or I release my praise for the Lord, there's always a blessing that will come back. No matter what I sow. 
if I sow love, if I sow service, and so forth, God always brings the blessings back, the harvest back. And when I sow my finances, the same happens. God releases finances. And so it says there is that scatters, that's always scattering believing, he'll see the harvest, and yet he's always increasing. So release is the key to increase. But there is that withholds more than is right. So holding back leads to poverty and lack. That's what this amazing verse says. Scattering will bring increase. Releasing will bring increase. Holding back will lead to lack and lead to poverty. So the worst thing you and I do sometimes when financial difficulties come is we we stop. We, we stop giving. And, and when you do that, whenever anyone does that, whenever I've done that in my own life, I've seen problems come my way. Because the worst thing you and I can do is stop giving when difficulties arise. So that's the time I need to even give more. Please listen to me. I'm telling you, I am sharing this from experience. Not only what the Word says, my own experience the most difficult times in my life have been when I was in crisis and I said, you know what, uh, I'm, I'm going to kind of protect my money. I'm going to keep it in the bank. I'm going to not, and, and, and just I began losing it so fast because things were going so bad and things were falling apart and I was losing finances left and right because I held back. And now I've learned after all these years, I cannot allow myself to hold back because it leads to lack. So when the problem comes, then I have to do what the Bible says. The Bible says in, in Psalm 126, now some of you are facing a, an immediate uh, problem financially. Listen to what the Bible says. And we're about to pray because I believe you're about to come out of your problem financial problem. But you have to listen to the Lord. Even though you've heard that maybe before, or you read that maybe before, faith comes by hearing today, not by what we heard in the past. So, Psalm 126, verse 5 and 6 declare, They that sow in tears, they that sow in tears, there are times when you have to sow in pain and tears. There are times when you can't sow when there's good things going on. This is a bad time because it's the time for tears, it says. Shall reap in joy. So when difficulty comes, the best thing I can do, the only way out of crisis, financial crisis, is by giving to the Lord in tears. Sometimes it demands pain before God will even move. He that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed. Precious seed means there's not much left, you know. Shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him, bringing the harvest with him, bringing the most wonderful blessings with him. He returns with a lot of blessings. Thank you, Jesus. The sheave speaks of the harvest, you know. All right. Now, don't forget what the Bible also says. 
In Proverbs 28, verse 20, it says, A faithful man. Someone who's always giving, who's always sowing, will never lack. Even in difficult times, he's always sowing. She's always sowing. Then there's no lack. So when a person is a giver, always giving, even in tough times, God will never let that person down, ever. And you all remember Job 36, 11. If we obey and serve the Lord, obey and serve Him, we will spend our days in prosperity, years in pleasure. Now, let me just quickly uh, say this to you. In 2 Corinthians, and this is why sometimes I think people have a problem uh, in, in, in giving. Because the first thing you have to do, and this is what I've had to do many times in my life, when I face a problem and I'm thinking, Lord, how am I going to get out of this? What am I going to do, precious Jesus? Then I have to do one thing first. I have to surrender myself. I have to say, Lord, I don't trust myself. I know what I'm looking at doesn't look good. I know, I, you know, my money is low and my problems are big. So this is the time I have to surrender to you and Lord and trust you because I don't know what to do. So it says that we have first to give our own selves to the Lord. Giving yourself first is so important because if we don't give ourselves to the Lord especially in times of crisis our giving is meaningless because it's not a formula please listen I'm giving you a, a secret here let's say somebody has a problem so okay I'm going to give and thinking that problem will be solved no no you have to give yourself first to the Lord now say, Lord, I'm trusting you. I don't know how you're going to solve it. I don't know how the seed will work. I don't know what's going to happen. All I know is I need you right now, Lord. And I'm surrendering myself to you again. Because it says in Second Corinthians 8, verse 5, it says, And this day did not as we hoped, but first, gave their own selves to the Lord and then they sowed their seed and these were poor people in Macedonia who understood when you give yourself to the Lord God will smile you will please him and then the problem is really over so because see every time we give like that we give a little of our selfishness away Every time we say, Lord, I surrender to you, and then we give, we're giving away that part of the flesh that we don't want anyways. So, just one more scripture, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you some instructions. We're going to pray. Jesus said, the Lord, a precious Lord said in Luke 6, and I know you know it, but I'm going to read it one more time, because that's his blessed word that lifts faith in the hearts of of his people give and it shall be given unto you that's a command from the Lord himself good measure pressed down shaken together running over shall man give into your bosom now watch these words 
for with the same measure that ye meet. That old word means use. With the same measure you use, it shall be measured to you again. So when God sees that faith in action, he blesses the seed and multiplies it and gives it back to us some 30, some 60, some 100. According to our faith, it has to do with faith. Everything begins and ends with faith when it comes to the Christian life. So, your seed must be planted. That's number one. Number two, you must render your seed useless. So you sow it and say, okay, now it's useless for me. I'm just going to sow it and trust God to multiply it. Number three, expect the harvest that you plant. Expect to harvest what you plant, just like any farmer. Number four, sow in good ground. I'm giving you secrets to sowing and reaping. Number one, you have to sow your seed. You see, your seed must be planted. Number two, render it useless. Number three, expect to harvest what you plant. Number four, sow on good ground. Number five, wait for the harvest to come. And God will send it right on time. And number six, maintain your crop with praise. Maintain your crop with expectant praise. And number seven, the miracle then will be released and come your way. I feel faith in my heart right now to pray for you. That God will give you a miracle this week, this coming week, or the next few days, right on time. I want you to stretch your hands towards me. I'm stretching my hands towards you. And Lord, we come together in faith because you said it in your word. And you said, Lord, if two will agree, you'll do it. And now, Lord, as I sense the anointing, and I do right now, that you'll give that person watching me and listening that miracle financially this week, this coming week, or the next few days, Lord, on time. Lord, I expect it. They expect it. In Jesus' holy name, that person expected right now, your child, your beloved, expects that miracle to happen. Lord, you said when we agree, you will do it. I give you the praise. I give you the praise. I want you to do something that I just feel by the Spirit. Would you get your, you know, uh, I'm not sure how you're going to give, if you're going to give through your phone, or you're going to give another way. Take, take, take hold of the instrument you're going to use to give. Whether it's a check in your hand, or whether it's your phone, you're going to text it, or whether you can even just take your wallet. Just put your hand on something that represents your finances right now. And I'm going to pray that God Almighty will give you that release. I've seen this happen in my life sometimes when I put my hand on the check and pray over it or put something, uh, you know, my hand on that 
some vehicle I am using, whatever, whatever it, it may be that I'm going to use for sowing, God always does something beautiful with me. So Lord, as they lay their hands right now on that phone or that laptop or that check or that instrument that is in their hand, Lord, that they're going to use to sow, in Jesus' holy name, Lord, I pray for a breakthrough over their finances. I pray for a blessed release of funds in the name of Jesus. That they will see a miracle take place, Lord, right away. In Jesus' name. Let the miracle begin, Lord. Let the miracle begin today, today as we are now praying. And I am believing with them, Lord, for that breakthrough. In Jesus' wonderful name. Amen and amen. You need to sow right now. Because as you sow right now, you will see the miracle begin. You know, in Proverbs 10, 4, it says, The hand of the diligent, the hand of the diligent maketh rich. In other words, the giving hand. We're, we're diligent in giving. We're diligent in doing what God has given us to use in our hands. He'll bless the work of your hands, the Bible says. So right now, let's act on this. Let's act right now. God will do something powerful for you as you act on His blessed promises. It's happened to me many times. And every time I need a miracle, believe me, I do exactly what I just showed you to give or to do. And I give in faith, in expectation. All right. You can sow and give right now. Uh, right on that platform you're watching me on. You can give by going to our website, benihin.org. You can give through your phone. That's why I've had some of you lay, lay your hands on your phone. So you can give right now and watch what God will do with that seed you're sowing now. Because I'm telling you, I feel heart faith right now for this, that God will give you a miracle in Jesus' mighty name. For your glory. Amen. Amen and amen. Alright now. I want you to begin. To expect that miracle. Maintain your crop with praise right now. Maintain your crop with praise. And just thank God. That that miracle is on the way. Do it. Just today. Do it tomorrow. Do it for the next few days. Just say Lord I thank you for that harvest. I thank you for the, for the harvest. And something will happen. Or God will release it because he promised to do it. Thank you for joining me. And I will see you Monday for another beautiful week next week as I teach the word of God. Much love to all of you. And thank you for giving to the Lord. On his behalf, I'm saying thank you for giving for the Lord's work. Much love to you. I'll see you Monday. Bye-bye.